0: Welcome to Day of Encouragement podcast with Pastor Larry Perry. In each podcast, Pastor Larry walks through scripture that will encourage you in your spiritual journey with Christ. Let's join him now for a word of encouragement. Hey, I want to welcome you today to the Day of Encouragement. I hope you'll uh, find this encouraging today in your life, in your walk, in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to draw a few more examples from uh, Paul. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, it says this. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. We need to remember, and that's what he's telling him, Timothy. Paul is telling Timothy to remember. I want to remind you. To remember is a good way to encourage yourself in the Lord. I don't know, but I have some great memories. And uh, sometimes I think of memories of my son and it makes me smile. I think of memories of my daughter and it just gives me great joy. Both of my children and my wife, great memories we've shared have uh, just have a way of encouraging your heart uh, and to remember what God has done in us. Remember when he saved you. Remember when he called you. when Remember when he called you into ministry. Remember the first time you preached or the first time God used you in a special way. That is a good thing to do. And what Paul is trying to encourage Timothy is to remember these moments. Remember these moments because there's something sustaining about the work of God when we're remembering. Remembering is a good way for the church to be encouraged. Maybe that's why Jesus said at the Last Supper, remember this, remember my body, remember my blood, remember the sacrifice. Now, remembering the past gives us hope for today. We talked about that last time. So I want to encourage you to remember, and, and then he says this, fan into flame. <laughs> Stir yourself up. You know, sometimes we can uh, develop a melancholy spirit, and we just go through life, and the routine causes us to move a pattern that doesn't have much excitement or joy because we're just going through the routine. We've got to learn to stir ourselves up. Well, how do you do that? Well, number one, you remember. I think remembering has a way of stirring some things up. I think you got to consider the character of God. you got to remember how faithful God is and what God's done and what he's doing and the potential of tomorrow. You've got to consider the character of God. I think the the third thing you need to do to stir yourself up is kind of put yourself in the Word of God. Uh, Read the Word of God consistently and and meditate on it. Ask questions about it and think about it in terms of the first person, the second person, and look at Scripture from different angles. It'll do something to stir the activity of the Word in our life. After all, the word is living and active and powerful. And the fourth thing I would say is this get around some other anointed people at church. It, uh, uh, the excitement of God is contagious. And uh, being around people who have an inspiration in their own life through their own giftings has a way to inspire the gift in me. So I encourage you to do that. We're to stir up the gift. That was given. That's what Paul tells Timothy. And I, I, I have to admit, there's nothing worse than a neglected gift. A matter of fact, Paul will tell this uh, to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.14. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. So he's telling him in one place, stir it up. He's telling him in this place, don't neglect it. There's nothing worse than a neglected gift. Well, how do you not? How do you allow your gifts not to be neglected? I I think part of the joy is putting your gift in active mode, <laughs> if you please. Learn to enjoy serving in the gift again. Stir up that gift. Learn to serve in that gift. Listen, people in the church can be very critical. You have to learn to overcome that criticism. This is what I know. The people in the church are not very encouraging at times. Uh, we have been taught in society to be critical of everything and anything that flows over into churches if you're not careful. We have to learn to overcome the criticalness of of people, the critical spirits around. And to be honest with you, sometimes my own heart can get critical. Critical of how I use the gift and the mistakes I make and how people respond and if you're not careful that's all you can focus on and you have to learn to serve in the gift without the criticism overwhelming and smothering the potential the power of that gift. Here's the other thing. When when God uses you in gifts, sometimes people resist that gift. And who are you to do this? Who are you to share that? Listen, don't let that smother your gift either. He, here's what I know. The gifts God has given me, they need to be stewarded over. Number one, they are from God and they deserve to be honored in, in a way that recognizes that God gave them. You know, there are some people who use gifts for their own gain. Paul makes that very clear in scripture. That shouldn't discourage you or uh, dissuade you from using your gift. We have to be careful with that. Some people, they're for their own edification, their own building up. Well, you and I know the gifts of the spirit are for the encouragement and edification of the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is edified when you use your gift. And when you use your gift, you're gonna be encouraged. Well, one of the things that I've learned to do and have to manage is my own motives in the use of the gifts. My motives have to line up with the Word of God to see the maximum potential of the gifts that I've been given. So it's uh, not for my glory or for my business card, the gifts, it's for the edification of the body of Christ So I have to manage my emotives in relationship so that my gifts will have the maximum potential of edification and encouragement. So one of the things we have to make sure that we maintain in our heart and our life is this, humility. Humility will be a good guard over your heart to manage the gifts of God. I'm going to say that again Humility will be a good guard over your heart to manage the gifts of God. And the other thing you need to do is find a group of believers who will receive your gift. Please do that. Don't neglect the gift. Don't, don't let criticism or other people's attitudes overwhelm the gift that you've been re- Find some people who will receive your gift. Yes. Paul says to Timothy, this gift came from the laying on of my hands. You see, there's a relational quotient in the gifts of the Spirit. It came through the body of Christ. Never forget, it is for the development of the body of Christ. Don't use the gift to serve your own ego. It came from God through others, so don't be afraid to use it. And that's why Paul says what he says in verse seven. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and a love and a sound. If you're not careful, fear will cause you to squelch the gifts in your life, to neglect the gifts. Oh, they might not receive it, oh, they might, Listen, not only has God given us gifts, but he's also given us his spirit. The spirit does not operate in fear or our fear. It operates in his love. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. The spirit you receive does not make you a slave so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. You see, fear in the relationship to our own age. You know, I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm... uh, we can use all kinds of things the situations in life you know i don't have any children i can't speak to that i don't i'm not married you can't speak to that you're a widow and not married there's all kinds of things we can generate to keep us from being used by god i just want to encourage you use your gift out of love love gifts flow out of love and the gifts that flow out of love bring healing and wholeness, completeness. Listen, there's something powerful about encouraging people with your gift. I want to encourage you to use your gift. And then he says this, he's not giving us a spirit of fear but of power and love and of sound mind. And then he says, this sound mind is so important. That means to think of yourself in the right way. A sound mind comes through right thinking. Thoughts can be generated out of our emotions. Thus, you need the spirit to heal emotional foundations. You are loved. God loves you immensely, more than you could ever imagine or think. You're not a failure, and God has not called you to fail. Understand and realize that. See, the key ingredient in all of this encouragement is the gift of self-discipline. This is the, the maintenance requirement. I've got to manage my thoughts. I've got to manage my actions. I've got to manage my tongue. I've got to manage my sleep, my rest, manage this temple. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. See, Paul will tell Timothy later on in 1 Timothy 4, 16, take heed to yourself and to your doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself yourself. And those who hear you, listen, when we take care of ourselves, there's no shame in that. Paul encourages Timothy, join me in the power of the gospel. I'm in chains right now, but there is the power of the gospel. This power resides in us, in you. Live like it. Live like this power. Listen, be encouraged. Remember God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mind. Be encouraged. This has been the Day of Encouragement. Pastor Larry Perry, Freedom Church, Tallahassee. Thanks for joining us today for Day of Encouragement podcast. If you would like to connect with us, go to our website, dayofencouragement.com and email us. You may also listen to other podcasts at our website. We hope you are encouraged today.